You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 145. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, or 145th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. I want to thank you again for listening, for remaining a listener. If you have not had a chance to do so, please feel free to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify, which they just introduced a rating system on their platform. So now that we've gotten the church announcements, as Kev on stage says, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending that you ease into 2022. I should say continue to ease into 2022. Typically, for the last few years of the podcast, I have done a goal-setting series and wrap-up at the end of the previous year and sort of done some goal-setting and reflecting at the top of the year. And this year, quite frankly, I am just not quite there yet. I have been taking my time to really reflect and reset and think about where I've come from, think about what I actually want, because so much has changed for me in the last year And my goals for myself have shifted in light of some of those changes, I should say really one to two years. And with that in mind, I don't want to force the process just because everyone is doing it. That said, though, I am thinking about ways that I can stretch myself strategically. So not setting a bunch of goals that are lofty for the sake of setting lofty goals, but goals that will really align with some of the things that I want to see for myself in the next um, in the next year and really lay a foundation for even more years to come. So for example, the sort of recalibration of my business, my investing goals, my health goals, right? Thinking not just about where I am at my current age, but how do I want to use this season and this year to prepare myself for the woman that I want to be in five, 10, even 15 years? What are some of the things I want to have for myself? So I'm taking more time, deeper time to do that reflection. And if you don't have all the goals that you have for 2022 set up yet, if you don't, it's fine. I'm recommending give yourself grace, take your time, be intentional, be thoughtful, and in the process, seek out the resources that will be valuable to you in terms of people, in terms of learning, in terms of access to certain circles or courses or podcasts or books or physical planners, notebooks, whatever those things are, apps, all of those things. Think about the things that you will need to set yourself up for where you want to go. And yeah, I think that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts.
during the last year or so, as reels on Instagram became a thing, I wanted to kind of experiment and see what I could do, what content would resonate or be true to who I am and align and be a little different than a traditional IGTV. So I started a series called Affirm This. And Affirm This is essentially me looking at scripture and turning the scripture into an affirmation. And part of that effort was because you see, um, I know that you see it on Instagram because I see it on my timeline, a lot of these sort of very lofty declarations. And I saw one the other day, this year you're going to be a millionaire. And I get the spirit of manifestation and putting thoughts and energy out there because there is a true thing of, you know, energy is a real thing, right? What you state, we know from scripture that your words have power, that you can speak life and death, all of those things. But what I wanted to do, because I know how powerful words are and I know how powerful the word is, I wanted to bring those two things together. And I have been, I mentioned in in the last episode that I have been using the Cultivate journey that has been walking through verses related to fruit of the spirit, cultivating fruit of the spirit. And so as I have been thinking about how I want to show up, how I want to continue to refine my character, continue to focus on my relationship with the Lord and really just continue to become a better person and sharpen myself, all those things. I came up with four affirmations that are scripture-based and I wanted to share them with you. And I'm sharing them with you, encouraging you to, of course, you're welcome to adopt these as your own, reflect on the verses and write your own version of the affirmation, and to also look at some of the scripture that you write and think about how you can personalize it. Think about how you can turn the scripture into something that is directly applicable to you. I note that, and I will also make a cautionary note. There are times, and present company included, where you take, we take, people take what is in scripture and make it have a different meaning. That is not what I'm talking about here. In each of these verses, I'm sharing and interpret a sort of an an affirmation based on a scripture, but there is scripture that comes before it and there's scripture that comes after it. So just note that when I'm taking, this is sort of a snapshot of a piece of a scripture that comes in a much larger context. Always, always, always review that larger context for yourself. Take the time to understand what is happening around the context of this verse being put in the chapter and in the book. And that just gives you sort of additional insight because, and it's just good practice because that's what we should be doing. We should know what's going on in the larger context of the word. So I just wanted to kind of make that caveat, but the first affirmation, and I will just encourage you to affirm this, I will trust and rely confidently on God and acknowledge him in all my ways. Now, this is from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I've mentioned to you all that I have been looking at different translations. So I've been going from ESV to the Passion Translation to the Amplified Version, which when you read them together, it just makes the scripture come even more alive. It takes some more time because I'm going back and forth in the Bible app. I don't have all these physical Bibles in front of me, but it just gives different 
depth to the scripture. And so when I think about trusting and relying confidently, the relying confidently came from the Amplified Version. I just loved that because it puts trust in a different perspective. I will rely confidently on God and acknowledge him in all of my ways. And when I think about this for me, and as I go into this year, I think about building up a deeper and more robust relationship with God. I think about being grounded in prayer. I think about moving in faith. I think about obedience across all areas of my life and thinking about, okay, in my finances, what does it mean to apply principles of the word to my finances? What does it mean to apply principles and even the word itself to my health? What does it mean to apply it to my relationship? What does it mean to apply it to my job, right? Those are the types of things that I'm thinking about when I think about trusting and relying on God and acknowledging him in all of my ways. So again, this is Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. Encourage you to take a look at that for yourself and think about what that might look like or sound like or feel like for you in affirmation type of perspective. The second affirmation I'd like to share is from Colossians 3.23. And this affirmation reads, whatever I do, I will do my very best as though for Christ, not for man. And for me, this is about being intentionable, intentionable, <laughs> being intentional about the things I decide to put my time and my energy towards and operating in excellence when I decide to put my time and energy towards something. In this day and age, our time and energy are demanded innumerable ways, right? From different groups of people to different organizations, to different tasks and responsibilities at work, to different tasks and responsibilities within your family, within your home, within your volunteer activities, your paid activities, all, all different types of things. And when you think about the call that asks us to do whatever we do as though for Christ, part of our responsibility and really blessings of being followers of Christ is that we are to be light onto the world. We are to do things that bring glory to God's kingdom and build the kingdom in the process. And so when you think about what that means for how we show up, if I am showing up raggedy and half-stepping, then that has the potential to reflect negatively on the kingdom. And that's not cool, right? That's just, it's not cool. And I don't, I want to add a note of caution here I don't say this to add an idea or goal of being a perfectionist or of being overly critical or being unkind to yourself or driving yourself into the ground. That's not what I think this, the, the spirit of this, of this uh, scripture means, and it's also not what I'm trying to imply. I just want you to think about, are there ways you could be showing up better? Are there things that you could be doing more intentionally? Are there things that you can pull away from because you know it's not where you should be spending your time? Are there things that you should have taken your hands off of years ago or organizations you should have, you know what, I can't be on this board or I can't volunteer here because I just don't have the energy. I just don't have the time. I'm not going to be able to do it well. And therefore, I'm going to take that energy and apply it somewhere where I could be of better use, where I could there, therefore bring more glory to God and, 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 and be a better representative of 
of his kingdom and of who he is and of his character and of all the things that he has put in me and in you. So I encourage you to think about and sort of evaluate, are there opportunities where you could be showing up differently, showing up in more excellence or pulling away because you know you just can't? And there's no shame in that. It's actually probably better if you step back from what you know and where you know you shouldn't be contributing anyway. I've made it that made that decision myself over the last few months and have pulled myself out of some activities. I have also added others where I'm hoping I don't, um, I'm also able to show up in excellence, but that also requires me to be intentional about the way I use my time, that it requires me to do my part to make sure that I can show up and do things well and do things as though for Christ and not for man, because my goal is not to please man. I want people to be satisfied with the contributions that I make, of course, but my goal ultimately is to please my father in heaven. So that affirmation, again, whatever I do, I will do my very best as though for Christ, not for man. And that comes from Colossians 3.23. Next, I encourage you to affirm this. I am a daughter of God or son of God and his workmanship created in Christ for good works which God prepared beforehand so I could walk in them. This comes from Ephesians 2.10. And for me, this is a reminder of who I am. As we go through life attacked on all sides, worn down by just so many different things, it is so important to remember your identity in the Lord. His identity as Abba, as father to you in his kingdom, in his family, right? As we are joint heirs with Christ. And that means so much more than just having a spot in eternity, right? It means also that in the way that I show up in this world now, that I need to reflect my identity. That means that I need to remember that I am a head and not the tail, that I am a royal priesthood and a part of a chosen generation. It means that I should remember that I am a joint heir with Christ. It means that I have all access to all of the rights that come with that. And so when I am thinking about the life experiences that may inform me not being very confident about something or this bad thing that happened to me or this negative story that I keep telling myself, When I come back to this word, when I come back to an affirmation rooted in the word, I can remember who I am. I can lift up my eyes to the hill from where my help comes from. I can remember who my source is. I can remember that I can have a refuge, take refuge in the God who is my strong tower. And I can just show up, not necessarily saying I have it all together or that I have all the answers, but if nothing else, I am a daughter of God. If nothing else, I was created by him for good works that he prepared for me beforehand, that he prepared for us as his children beforehand, right? That is the type of thing that is really important for us to remember when we navigate this world that tries to tell us everything else about who we are or how we should show up or how we should walk or how we should talk or how we should identify primarily and what I need to be called when I'm out here. Just call me daughter of the king. Call me that. And I have to call myself that so I can show up in the world in a way that reflects all that comes with that. Last and not least, I would encourage you to affirm this. 
I produce much fruit because I remain in the vine. Apart from Christ, I can do nothing. That is from John 15, 5. And what this reminds me, and I hope it reminds you to do, is to rely on him. Meditate on his word. Learn his character. Learn the things that God did for his people. Learn the way that Christ showed up and walked this earth. It also makes me think about, in the same sort of passage of scripture, it talks about being pruned. And I encourage you to lean into the pruning so that you can produce more fruit, right? If you know anything about plants, you can cut off a leaf or a, you know, a part of a stem of a plant, put it in water or soil, and it will produce more fruit sometimes or produ- will produce more plants. Sometimes leaves die on a plant or even a section of the plant might die and you have to cut it off. And what happens when the rest of things are going healthy and well, the soil is good, other, you know, watering light conditions, then more leaves come. I've seen it happen on so many of the plants that I've had. I've seen it happen on so many of the, you know, I grew cucumbers and tomatoes last year. And every time I cut off a leaf, the whole thing didn't die. More leaves came back. More fruit was produced eventually. One of the most important aspects of this section of scripture, this passage that comes from John 15, is remaining in Christ. Those who remain in Christ are able to bear more fruit. Those who don't will be cut off and thrown in the fire. And that sounds dramatic, right? And then even this part in the same passage, apart from Christ, I can do nothing. And that sounds dramatic, right? But we are talking about not relying only on ourselves. We are talking about not leaning on our own understanding. We are talking about doing things for the glory of Christ. We are talking about, and I didn't spell this one out as an affirmation, but living out and reflecting the fruit of the Spirit. We are talking about getting wisdom that comes from God. The only way we do that is by remaining in Christ. And remaining in Christ means being connected. It means staying in communication with Him. It means being in His Word. And when, of course, you won't literally be doing nothing, but what will you be doing that is for Him and for His glory if you are not connected to Him? And as His children, that is the welcome. That is the invitation. It can sometimes feel like a lot. It might mean we have to do work on our individual characters. It might mean we have to clear up and clean up certain wounds that have come from real lived experiences. It might mean having to work on certain relationships that have been sour over years or that cause you lots of pain. It might mean being a better steward of your finances when you know you may have been a bit irresponsible. It might mean treating your temple better. But the beauty and the promise is that we don't have to do this on our own. We don't do this in our own strength. And when you don't do it in your own strength, because you are connected to the vine, because you are in the vine, the vine will remain in you. And that is a gift. And the challenge is remembering that that is true, being intentional about bringing yourself back. One of the reasons I have become so, it's been so valuable to me to kind of revisit the fruit of the spirit, because those things like our virtues, they identify things that I should be doing and living in the way that I should be operating in relation to other people. And so when I have a certain attitude, because my day is not going really well. I'm just like, are you being kind right now? 
Are you being gentle? Are you being thoughtful? Are you demonstrating love? Are you reflecting joy? And if I'm not doing those things, you know what I need to do? I got to adjust my attitude. It may not be instantaneous, but I know I have a point of reflection. And so as you think about the year ahead of you, as you think about what you want for yourself, whether it is attached to a formal goal setting process or not, what are those verses that you might flip into an affirmation to something that you can rehearse, to a phrase that you can repeat, to something that you can put on a post-it note and put it on your mirror or put it on your keyboard at work or put it on your screen? What are those things that you can rehearse or think about and just repeat in your spirit, right? And so actually what I'd invite you to do is when you listen to this episode, send me what those verses might be. I'm at Tiff South on Instagram. Take a screenshot of this, you listening to this episode and let me know what verse will you affirm for yourself in 2022? At least one that can get you started because I promise you these four ain't gonna be the only ones (laughs) that I have for this year. But these are a few that I think will be, can be foundational, will be foundational for me and really just will get me started in this process. And with that, I want to thank you for listening to episode 145 of How Does She Do It? And before I wrap up, I want to give a shout out to Glenn and Yvette Henry from Belief in Fatherhood and the How Married Are You podcast. If you do not know them, please check out them on Instagram and on YouTube. They are an amazing couple and Belief, also known as Glenn, he is a he's a rapper, he's an artist, right? And so the track that you hear at the beginning of the episode in the transitions and underneath this outro right now is an instrumental from his uh, one of his songs called Protect Your Life. And so I just wanted to acknowledge that and it feels very cool to be able to include this and support them in this way, but also to bring a dope beat to the podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. As you listen, feel free to leave a five-star rating and review on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app and share this podcast. Take a screenshot. Let me know that you're listening. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.